It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number one out of 50. One out of 50. I'll just tell you, it says one of the last 50 episodes of the show, I think, started on time with all of the parties involved. I'm pretty sure that's the way that it worked. One out of the last 50 (laughs) episodes of the show. It is jobbing out. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. Brandon will join us, but we... Like you and I should probably just talk about how we do this, because you okay. know what's going to happen when he hops on. He's just want to going to want to gloat. I was right, and I don't know how to handle oh, this. Here's okay. So I want to pause there because you didn't see exactly what he did, and I was going to bring this up during the show, anyways. Um, he declared victory the second elimination chamber ended. He had already said. I'm right. Well, in part, that's because I have said that it is my belief that once they get through Saturday night, if if they can get through you Saturday needed, night, you needed to see Cody. It was, it, and I said, like, save it for seeing Cody for the first time. That's when you can declare mission accomplished. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so you you think that it's not that you you don't think he should be able to say he's right yet. You know, here's the thing. I don't think WWE thinks he's right. Well, yet. okay. Well, I know and, that's. And, and, I, I know that's and, not and, the case. And will well, because here's here's why I think that. Well, there's there was the already there's the, already a the report they, about what they did on Monday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The way they they formatted that showed that they're still a little worried, and they're making sure for him. Like, there's a very specific reason that they scheduled Raw. They let, they structured it the way they did. Well, no, I know that, and and Meltzer showed out a, a, a had a report about that. I'm still, I, I don't know. I'm I'm in a weird place. I think we're having two separate conversations at the moment. I'm not really sure if Brandon's going to be able to talk to us or not. There's he's apparently on the call, but hey, might not actually be on the call. I'm not really sure what's going on because again, we can never do things as scheduled around these parts. It's just the way things go. Um, at some point, there's just going to be a screaming lunatic in the background. I'm here. I'm here. Tell me I'm right. Well, is, I'm right. Is he here? I don't. Is he the one yes, going but, in the background? But, I'm but, right. All right. Thank you. That's that's what he wanted to do. Are you actually a part of the show now or not? Like ten minutes. Oh, for f's sake! <laughs> Jesus. All right. There's Brandon. I mean, I can talk if you want it to sound like this. What, 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 would you have to you have to go out? Uh, you know, did you have to go out and pick up your daughter? Now I'm going to feel bad. Yes. All right. I did. For oh, F's sake. Yeah. sake. All right. Um. Whatever. All right. Look. There's there's an existential conversation that's being had here. The question is, like, one, even if let's just say, Aaron, let's pretend that Brandon is definitively right. Let's just have that fun. Do you, I feel like it's too early. I understand. That's how you feel. I. Oh, 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 oh. You can he brag about it? Yeah, uh, sure, no, this is this goes back to the <laughs> wait, 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 shut up, shut up. Because hang on a second, this goes back to the existential thing. Do you get credit for something when you're just guessing? 
Like that's that's always. I wasn't the, guessing. No, you are. You had no idea what it was going to happen. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm in the sports betting industry. Some people do wild long shots for the sake but, of wild long shots. And you know what? If they come through, you get to brag a little bit. That was not a long shot. I never felt like this was a long shot. Well, of course you didn't feel that way. <laughs> but no, I, I think you can you can brag a little bit for guessing. I just think it's too early. To you brag. can't tell me I'm guessing if I told you I, I didn't feel like it was ever in question. Like you thought it was in question. No, it's, and Aaron think still it thinks it's in question. So you're going, you're 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 going a step further. I believe they're going to find. I am now of the belief that they're going to find their way through it. Yeah. Now it's going. To, I still think it can be clunky. And the bigger problem, of course, is that it stinks. And we'll get to that. Like that's the much bigger problem than whether or not Brandon guessed something correctly. Like it's what I said to him the other day. You being right helps you and no one else. Them doing a promo on Monday night, the way that... I don't know if Dottie can hear us or not, so I'm going to be very careful about what I say here. Oh, no, I don't care what you say. Okay. Them doing a promo on the other night about effing somebody's wife hurts everyone. <laughs> so you wanted to get credit for being right when being right is the worst scenario. Like, okay, congratulations. I'll no, give you... I, you guessed well, correctly. Mind, now I've it stinks. I've always been clear that I didn't want to be right. I was. I told you I was right. I didn't say that I wanted to be right. I, I, I wanted Sami Zayn to win the title on Saturday. Well, I don't That's think that I was wanted. ever the answer either. This is the problem. Oh, yeah. I know, no, I know that. But, I'm just saying what the, I want the, the people, and what I thought were going to happen are two different things. Yes. I can't believe how many people are coming out who are like, he should have won the title on Saturday. That's a weird bit to me. Yeah, that's that a weird bit. There's a lot. Listen, <laughs> in my gut, I wanted that to happen just because I – He's my favorite second favorite wrestler, second favorite wrestler, somewhere around there. In my mind of like how the show works, of course you couldn't do that. <laughs> like, well, like you there's... could have had him win, but it would have been at Mania. Well, like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You couldn't do it Saturday. Well, there's a couple layers. God, there's so many layers to it, and that's the problem. It's the, it's the reason why this all stinks, right? Like that none of this works. Um, other than the fact that they're just going to do it, and because we watch wrestling, we're just going to keep watching, and that's the way that it's going well, to go. You can't, you can't ignore that the Cody Rhodes thing is working. That, that part... We don't know. They yeah. didn't talk, though. Yeah. So far. No, talk. I'm saying... No, but you can't say it's not working, is what I'm saying. Like, you can't say... You're saying it's not working. That's not actually true. Like, there's no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's not. No, I'm, I'm just saying we can't. Again, this is why I'm saying the mission accomplished you, thing you, is a little early. When you say work. Of course that's early. I'm saying currently there's nobody rejecting Cody Rhodes. That's not happening. And so you can't say it is because it's not. Like, you well, can't say you, something you, isn't you're working. Saying, you're saying two separate things. When you say when working. In the words, it's not working. Right. To me, it's not working because there's but no it's, story it's there. in reality. As, no, no. It's working in that they haven't gotten people. There hasn't been an overwhelming rejection from the crowd. That's and far different. Cody and putting up Canadian that's nightmare That's far different and, than whether or not they're telling a story that makes sense and is logical <laughs> and is worthy of a WrestleMania main event which they're doing none of zero oh, with you there i'm like, just saying you're ignoring the fact that it well, doesn't matter you're having two but, separate conversations but, though we what thing. we do on this but, show is talk but, about but, whether or not these things are happening if we just I said it, I, yeah go I ahead do think that if we're all in agreement that this isn't like it, it's kind of messy right now and we have five weeks to go like i do think there's time for people to realize oh god what is this <sighs> I think there's time there. I don't think I it's going to happen, buddy. Happen. Uh, it may not. It may not happen. I'm just... 
I mean, we know that like, they're in the room and haven't even touched yet. So there's, they didn't, there is they that. Didn't let him talk. Okay, so to Aaron, to your point, because again, we're going to address two separate things here. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron is still. I I have acquiesced. I think they're going to get by. They're going to get through it without revolt. Like again, not with it being good. I'm nowhere close to yes. that, and we can get to that part of the problem. You to address the simple revolt part of this. To me, it was always about Correct. what happened on Saturday, and what happened on Saturday was somehow in the moment where it all occurred. They gave them Kevin Owens, and you can't boo Kevin Owens in Montreal. And yeah. so because you got through that without Montreal revolting, there wasn't going to be another place that was going to lead the revolt. Now, Aaron, to your point, perhaps – I don't even – again, where were they? I don't even remember where they were this week. I don't remember anything. They were in Ottawa on Monday. Where Where are they for Raw specifically? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Grand Rapids. Then, then there's like a Pittsburgh or Boston or somewhere around there. Right. Something so that's that, a little interesting. Like that becomes semi-interesting, obviously, at that point. But you have to t- paint for me the picture. What is it that creates the revolt? Is the revolt another horrible promo? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what creates the revolt between now and then. So to the revolt part of it, I do think that ultimately by getting through the way that they did it, and again, I didn't do the math on just how un- you can never boo Kevin Owens in Montreal. And I didn't right. consider that side of it. That even though Kevin Owens, and they did exactly, they didn't bring out Cody Rhodes, which was incredibly smart. They made sure they kept him away from that crowd. Brandon can say everything he wants about somebody having a Canadian nightmare. If they had put <laughs> Cody Rhodes in that moment, it would have been disaster. It would have been ugly as hell. So to their credit, they knew that and they prevented it we'll from We'll also happening. never know. We'll never know. No, do no damn do well it. what would have happened. Cody Rhodes would have been rejected in that moment. Nobody wanted him. They wanted Sammy. So they were smart. They knew what to do. I give them credit for that. We don't give them credit for everything, and this whole thing stinks. But in that moment, they realized exactly what would happen if they injected Cody Rhodes into that situation, and but they it's said all, It's almost like Kevin it. Owens was a part of this story. No, they created a scenario oh, where Jesus Kevin Owens Christ. is part of the story. Right? No, he hadn't been. They needed to do that. That's the part that you keep trying to ignore. He hadn't been. Then they tried to make him part of the story. That's the way that it worked. And again, in Montreal, you can't ever boo Kevin Owens. So they pulled that part of it off because they got through that. I don't think they're going to have a moment that's going to lead to the rejection. Now it's a fine line. To Aaron's point, at some point we're going to have to address the fact. That again, th- there's not a bloodline story anymore. Like, we're going to have to deal with that. And that's weird. And there is always going to be the moment of, oh, is there a reckoning coming for that? I don't think so. I think now it becomes more like the thing from Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, where it just stinks, but everyone kind of puts up with it because there's not enough organization to deal with it. Like, but also, do they dance Jay Uso out there all the way through WrestleMania to create the illusion of a bloodline story? Well, what's the story? W- what Willie Wony? Is he his friend? Is he not? I think they they might take that all the way to WrestleMania. By the way, I agree with you, but then all of a sudden, it's a such a very different thing from it's what a we were talking about different before. Different thing. Like we were, we were talking about this thing where. We want Ke- uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to win the titles, and we want them to get, you know, to beat the Usos. They're not getting their and comeuppance. This, then what? In, in in this moment, I don't want them. Like I still like Jay right now. And granted, we got five weeks or six weeks. We can change that, and they probably will at some point. But it's it's a very weird thing right now where I don't really want 
Jay Uso to be beaten. So it, it it's a weird weird bit. Oh, I'm. I'm but that's a, what they want you. That's I, they don't want you to know what he is yet. That's I under I understand that, but that creates an awkward scenario for trying to create a moment at WrestleMania. If the moment at WrestleMania is Jay turning, well, you don't need to have the tag titles be involved with that, right? Like it, that's that's not necessary. I don't even know what that moment is. How is Kevin Owens involved at that point? If the story, again, to your point, is supposed to be about Kevin Owens, then it's supposed to be about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and the two of them no, together I, I, doing I a buddy think, cop I picture. Think, no, I think the story is going to be, like I said three weeks ago, Sami Zayn between Kevin Owens and Jay Uso, and there's going to be a story that plays out there as far as like, you know, you got the Kevin Owens line. Go talk to your buddy Jay, right? Like, I mean, this this is exactly what I suggested they might do. Which that's is, not interesting. I think it's if, interesting. If, it's a triple as a triple threat match. It's very interesting as a tag yeah. team championship match. It's not interesting. Like, it's there's. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're saying Jay is turning definitively two or three weeks before WrestleMania, that's really short landing track there i mean if if we're going if we're still going with the tag titles jay should have turned on saturday that should have happened that's the weird thing to me is like if we're going to a jay turn why did it not happen on saturday because there's six weeks of television between now and wrestlemania and because smackdown is more important than elimination chamber that's why but okay so I mean, just kind of laying this out here, let's assume that it doesn't happen this week. Let's say the earliest it can happen, the, the Jay turn part. Because the story you're laying out is Jay turns on him and and Sammy spends a couple weeks trying to get Kevin on his back on his side to face the Usos now that it's the, the United bloodline against Sammy alone. Like, if we're saying this is the earliest this can happen is four weeks before Mania, it's a short landing strip there. I would have just done it here and spent three weeks having Sammy trying to recruit Kevin. Because that's the story that you everybody wants, which, are, you know, presumably they're, they're saying everybody wants it, and right now everyone does want it. If that's the biggest part of the thing, is Sammy getting Kevin back on his side, then let's focus on that instead of, you know, slowing everything down to making it where right now, if we're playing this out, is Kevin going to accept the match like the day before WrestleMania or even the week before WrestleMania? That's a little bit of a short landing strip. I mean, and they also do it every year uh, with, with, with but not for something that's supposed to be one, probably the one of the biggest match. Like not, that is the match for WrestleMania. I mean, you didn't know that Kevin Owens was going to do something with Stone Cold Steve Austin until like the week. No, we knew. No, we knew he was doing something was with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, they made no, that but we, like two months beforehand. I mean, they, they teased it, but they didn't actually, like, us reading it on the internet and them actually telling you on the show that something's happening are two different things. No, but they did an no, entire I mean, storyline with Kevin Owens not having something for WrestleMania. They they, they well, were... And, and hold on, they, they announced the, the sit-down thing, what, a month beforehand? Yes, like, correct. we knew Stone Cold Steve Austin was on WrestleMania well in advance and doing something with Kevin Owens well in advance. Was it? I yeah. thought it was like three weeks in advance. No, it, it was It was a good... I mean, they, they dragged it out on the what's Kevin Owens going to do at WrestleMania thing for as long as they could, but they definitely made sure it was known that it was going to involve Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let me, let me get back to the point. It, it's, it's one or the other, right? Like, it, the, the idea of dragging this out to WrestleMania with the will he or won't he 
leaves you nothing for the actual match. Why is Kevin Owens partnering with Sami Zayn if they don't even know that there's a team on the other side that they're facing, right? Like, that doesn't actually make any sense at all. To the point, you're right that there's more television to be done, and there's something to be said for doing that on Fox and doing that so that you have weeks where things... They still have to put some other things together at this point for WrestleMania because, like we always feel around this time... It's it's a bit thin. Like it's a little bit thinner than I don't you know, like eh, depends on how excited you are about the idea of John Cena, depends on how excited you are about Brock Lesnar and Omos. <laughs> we'll get to that. Like it's it's thin. Like that's all I can say. It's it's thin. Um so there's more things they have to do and I'm 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 willing to hear that part of it out. But there is also a fine line between this is supposed to be your dominant storyline of all professional wrestling for the last year. This isn't the thing that is supposed to come together a week before WrestleMania. This is the thing that you're supposed to use in order to sell WrestleMania when it's been your predominant storyline in all of professional wrestling for a year. So I, I get what you're saying, but I think those two things have to meet somewhere. Exactly where they meet, I'm going to assume, will be in the next week or two. The bigger problem with yeah. all of it is that Based on what they've done for the last two months, I'm realizing how badly I don't want Jay to turn on Sammy because I'm remembering that once again, Jay was the correct answer to this all along, and I want them to get it right still and have Jay Huso be the one to throne Roman Reigns. Is there so, a way to get through it and still do that? I, like, is there I, a way for Jay to turn on his brother at WrestleMania? Yeah, I we, we talked about that. But how are you getting, like, what's, what's the big build for that match then if Jay isn't turning? Like if, that's if, that would be a part of it. Like I think I think you guys are thinking too simplistically here. Like I think it doesn't have to be like they're saying they're taking down the bloodline, right? Well, part of taking down the bloodline would be bringing Jay with them. That would be bringing down the bloodline. I, I understand what you're if saying. You create a moment where what, Solo what is, is hold on. If you create a moment where Solo is going to hand them the victory, and Jay decides not to take it and jumps down off the apron or whatever. And they and that's how the the Usos lose the titles. Then you can go forward with Jay Uso. Now the I know what you're going to say is that makes Sammy and Kevin secondary to everything, but maybe they should be if Jay Uso is going to be the that's, one who ultimately goes on, you know, in a in a scenario where Cody Rhodes isn't winning, right? And and Jay Uso ultimately goes on somewhere to beat Roman Reigns. I don't know if any of that's realistic, <laughs> but I think you could argue that it's pretty compelling. I want to take a step back, though. It, it's not when I say Jay turn. By the way, I mean turn on definitively turn on Sammy in the build up here. And if right. we're not getting that big moment, that like if we're just kind of doing the Willie won't he all the way up, why is Kevin George? Well, that's what that's like, what I just said, to, right? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, like like you, well, you no, because Kevin have, because Kevin and Jay don't get along. That's like I, I understand that, but but and so Kevin is going to tell Sammy that Jay is what Roman is. And Sammy's going to be like, no, he's different. And there's going to be a story to tell there so that you're not just like, wham, bam, dumb wrestling storyline. Like, if, if Sammy's not sure about it, why does Sammy want the tag title? Like, you have because to Jimmy, reason. because of the bloodline, because he's taking I mean, something then, from the bloodline. 
like with without the i don't think it needs to be so simplistic we're already on board nobody needs to be sold on any of this i'm not not fully on board either but the crowd is like the crowd doesn't give a shit what they're doing they're on on board with Sami Zayn and kevin owens correct but again there has to be a tag team on the other side for them to face I think as long as the story is compelling and it makes you want to see them again next week, I don't give a shit what it is. I'm I'm gonna be honest there. They've been they've this has been good. Everything that has involved Roman Reigns and mm. Jay Uso mm. and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens has been good. I don't care what they do, I just wanna see it. Uh, but I'm just being I, I, honest. I, I, and, and I and I get that, and honestly, that's Cody Rhodes, of course, gives I, me a little bit of pause. In, in logic, right now, I don't like. Right now, Kevin has said, "I do not want to tag with you, Sami Zayn." They're like, "I just don't want to do it." Well, so, so then maybe they get to your dumb wrestling trope when they Jay tries to team with Sami Zayn or something, and 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 Solo defends the belt, and then they turn. They all just beat the shit out of. I don't know. And that's, but but that's but that's what we need. We need that Jay. I don't agree. We need it. I don't agree. We need uh, it. So then, what's the I, match? I, I what is the match otherwise? The match. If you, yeah, that's the thing. I think. I think you can still the do the match with him on the fence. I think you can do it the way, was, why, was, the way that he was. The way that he was. Sammy, why are Kevin and Sammy tagging? Why is Kevin agreeing to tag with Sammy? Well, but that's right a now, separate question. That's a separate. No, 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 no. That's the full question. You have to have that moment. That is the moment we're waiting for right now is Kevin to finally agree to team with Sammy. And I think the only way you do it, if it's a three-on-one beatdown of Sammy and him finally. I think you do it that you can do it that way, of course. I don't I don't agree that's the only way so, you can do it. I mean, I the only scenario that can solve both things, right? Because again, I do think the most simplistic is Jay just turns on Sammy, as Aaron pointed out, but yeah. that's problematic for all of us because that's not what we want for Jay. Now, if it's a long burn, if the reality is that it's not just not right now, but it's months from now until they're revisiting Jay and Roman, and Roman's just going to keep holding the belts and we're just going to keep dealing with that for some time, well, then it's probably not the end of the world. But if it's not a long time from now, if it's more directly after WrestleMania that we're considering that, and again, this all is predicated on the idea that Cody doesn't win the belt, which I still think is, I don't even know what the odds are at this point, Aaron, but I would still think that Cody at this point is... More, Minus 200 favorite would right. be my guess. Like that that's feels about right. Exactly right. So I'm still talking about a scenario that we think is unlikely. It's just better. Um, so that's why we're dealing with it. In, in order to make all of this work, it requires something kind of extraordinary. I guess... I'll, I'll paint a picture, Brandon. There could be a scenario where because Jay is up in the air, um, the, the rest of the bloodline, Paul Heyman goes to Adam Pearce and says the bloodline should be allowed to defend the tag team titles. And right. it shouldn't have to be Jimmy and Jay. And Jimmy and, remember, Jimmy and, Jimmy and Sammy yeah. once defended the belts together, correct? Correct. So Have, have Jay as the guest referee at WrestleMania? Um, or just literally you're fighting for Jay's soul, right? Like, it's, okay. and, and that's, that's the play. It's, yeah, okay. it's, it's Sammy and Kevin against, you know, Jimmy and solo. At we've all been asking what the hell solo is going to do. And right? again, that's not, it's not as WrestleMania E as Kevin and Sammy versus the Uso brothers, right? <laughs> like that yeah. feels more WrestleMania E than this. But if you're trying to do all of those things, that might be a way to go about doing it. I I don't know. I, I, I'm only thinking this because there isn't a clean answer that gets us what we want. If I'm being practical, the reality of it is that Jay is just going to turn on Sammy 
remind everybody that he's a member of the bloodline. Cody Rhodes is going to win the belt at WrestleMania, and (laughs) we're going to be left getting nothing that we wanted because it always works that way. That's just the way it goes. Here's the other question. If that's happening this week or next week, like, why is it happening? Like, after he steadfastly refused to attack Sammy, why is he turning on Sammy? Because Roman goes back to him and reminds him... You know, this he is, did. He did that on Saturday, though. I, I understand that, but it's it's two more. To, this is where Brandon's point can be correct. It's two more weeks of television. Like it can be two more weeks of. I, I just told you, there's no correct answer here. <laughs> but there's been no correct answer for months. They've done a bunch of stuff that makes no sense. So, we we are. But kinda, here's here's the question though. At the end, because I th- I saw someone else making that argument that Jay should have turned on Saturday. Yeah. What's more compelling, that or what they did? Jay, yeah, the Jay turning would be more compelling to me. How? Be- because then you need then then Sammy needs Kevin. Aren't you Kevin. curious as to what the next layer but, of this but is? But now, but now I think the only I use the word is... compelling. Like Jay turning is the obvious thing. What happened is not the obvious thing. What happened is way more interesting to me than Jay kicking Sammy Zayn in the face. Now, by the way, the other side of this story that we're not talking about is he also didn't hit Roman, right? And that's a parallel to what happened at Royal Rumble where Sammy did hit Roman. So they're showing right. you a difference between Jay so, and Sammy. It, gonna, it, I think there's there, there's two different words you're using here, and I don't think they're the same word. And I, Because more interesting, yes. More compelling, I'm not sure. Compelling involves an, an emotional investment. I would be emotionally invested in Sami Zayn getting his revenge on Jey Uso. Right now, I'm interested to see where they, they're going, but I don't have that emotional investment right now in Sami Zayn getting anything on Jay at the moment. I can't believe I'm saying this, but that's exactly correct. Holy crap. What, has hell frozen over? <laughs> Aaron could not have said... What is going on in the world? Aaron just made one of the greatest points in the history of this show. Like, I'm so befuddled by what just happened. That's exactly right. It's, it's exact. What you said, Brandon, is I, I'm going to, I, I don't know yet what's going to happen. And so, yes, that is interesting. But I'm, again, the reason why we're struggling with this is we're trying to create a scenario where it does give us an emotional investment, where it does give us something that we want. And, I don't know. I'm struggling to come up with that. I'm struggling to come up with anything other than the exact thing that we thought they should have done on Saturday night. Tell me what else. But here's the thing. But that. But that's. But that's the thing. What happened on Saturday compels me more to watch Friday at eight o'clock and not Saturday morning. A thousand percent. If Jay just turns on him, that's what I thought was going to happen. I'm probably going to watch SmackDown on Saturday when I wake up with my breakfast. What they did on... You have to remember, this is a TV show that's way more important than Elimination Chamber. Like, SmackDown to them is the most important thing they do aside from a few of, like, WrestleMania or... It's not a thousand... It's not as, as simple as saying that, but yes, in certain ways, it is. In a lot of ways, it is. 
in ways that you show you constantly with like putting, you know, n- the Intercontinental title is only okay, defended but be on fair, SmackDown. Roman Reigns wrestled a match at Elimination Chamber. He's not doing that on SmackDown. So you, when you paint with a brush that that's So when brought, he wrestles on SmackDown before WrestleMania, I, I don't know if he's going I don't know if he's going to do that or not, but you're painting with a very broad Yeah, you're painting with a broad brush that you you think is factual and it's not factual. It's there's something there in in ways again they do compare they do concern themselves great a deal with the fact that they've got a you know 2 billion dollar contract with Fox but they're not doing Roman Reigns title matches on Fox. Okay, semantics. They want no, you to watch matters. SmackDown. They do want you to watch SmackDown. And that they want you to correct. watch SmackDown way more than they want you to watch Raw, apparently. By well, that, <laughs> we, we're all on board yes. with all of those things. <laughs> but they're still doing Roman Reigns title matches at Elimination fair, Chamber. Fair, fair. Like, but you get what I'm saying. They want, like, it's, it's, it's a better story beat for them to give you a reason to be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see what they do on Friday versus... Okay, there's the match for WrestleMania. But I think Aaron's point is that I'm not I don't know that I agree with you. I'm intrigued, but I want to watch when I think I'm getting something I want. I don't know what I want now. Like I that's the part of this. I'm compelled when there's something that I'm going to get that I actually want. I'm interested in it. I want to know what the result is going to be now because of what they did Saturday. But compelling me, telling me in my soul that I need to watch because I might get that thing that I want. I don't know what I want at this point. I, I well, don't, shouldn't yeah. we want Jay Uso to turn on Roman Reigns? We, we, but we know we're not getting that. You're we saying can't, that. We, Listen, we can't you can't be you. This match. Is, we can't, no, we this conversation get... isn't about you. Okay. This is about everybody who watches the show and doesn't read everything online. Well, no, right? it's about all of that. <laughs> But, but no, it's but it's on, more but, about that. But but then okay then then we then you're taking the title the tag title match off of the table largely if you're doing that that's the thing is like I'm not sure what I'm creating a show is. where you're not trying to predict the future and I, you're just I, watching it and enjoying. I it. think you're forgetting that WrestleMania matters more than everything else. If we were talking, it does it, but it does, no 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 wait right. wait if you were saying these things in November, I'd be more inclined to agree with you. WrestleMania season is the most it's the Super Bowl, right? Like I don't want a team with an a team with an injured quarterback is really compelling. Or a team with playing a backup quarterback in a playoff game is really interesting. Did you want to watch Josh Johnson play in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Hell no. So it's not compelling. It's interesting. Holy crap. Imagine if the 49ers had beaten the Eagles with Josh Johnson as their quarterback. Until you realize like, oh crap, that means He's going to have to play in the Super Bowl, and I don't want to watch Josh Johnson in the Super Bowl because I care about the Super Bowl. And that's what makes WrestleMania so different. I want to know in my heart, not as a nerd that reads the internet, as a professional wrestling fan who has emotional, direct, romantic feelings about WrestleMania throughout the entirety of my life, I want to know that I'm getting the moments, that everything that I do as a wrestling fan is building up to this thing. This is why you stay so invested, is because you're going to get the payoff on that investment when you get to WrestleMania. It's why, obviously, we think so romantically about certain things. So in this moment, while your argument is keep them guessing, yeah, okay, and I I think I've said it a few times. Like I don't know... I don't know where they're going, and I like that, but I don't like it around WrestleMania season. At WrestleMania season, I want to see that my investment is paying off, and the thing that I've wanted, I'm going to get. Now, I'm not really going to get the thing that I want, but 
the secondary thing that maybe I can convince myself that I want, I at least want to know that I'm getting bad at this point. See, we're very different in that way. I, I don't give a shit. I just want it to be good. And so, like, if you're if you're p- producing a story that makes me want to tune in every week, I ultimately don't care where it goes. Like, I ultimately week to week want to see it, and that's all that matters. And I think that they're doing that with with this. I think that ultimately, I th- do think it's going to lead to where we all think it's going. I think the fact that we can't figure out how is a good thing and not a bad thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. See, the thing is, I, I can I can figure out how. I, I think I can figure out how. It's it's as simple as he's turning. I just think that the turn would have been more. Yeah. You know, would have been better on Saturday. If, but if how's he turning? If, if all we're getting is a beatdown of Jay, uh, uh, Sami Zayn beatdown from the Bloodline, if like if that is what we're getting in the next couple weeks. Which is the way, by the way, if, if we're building towards this moment that Glenn is talking about, this triumphant moment, not even a secondary thought of, we want the triumphant moment of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And if we're getting that, we, we can't have any feelings about the other side at all. We want good conquering evil there. Yeah. And if we're getting that, then what, what we need is the bloodline beatdown of Sami Zayn. I would have rather had it on Saturday. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think I, I think I think you'll have to ask me if I would have rather have it on Saturday after it happens. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think we all can always say if there's something that does that we didn't see coming that happens. We I think, always I think there's a hundred percent a chance that we that something that when, whatever happens happens, and I'll come here and say you were right. We should have done it at the at elimination chamber. But I tend to trust them with this. Still. Well, let's so, talk about that, Brandon, because Paul Heyman cut a promo this week. <laughs> <laughs> this, but now, see, this isn't this, now. This is Cody Rhodes. Mm, this is a Paul longer. Heyman is part of the bloodline, my friend. Let's talk about not Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman. All right, let, we we do need to move on because we need to cover this. We need to get into it. And yeah. Aaron's not going to be able to stay, and I can't do as long as we did last week. I get luckily we don't have picks to make this week. Um, pa- Paul Heyman, in 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 one fell swoop cut the worst promo I've ever seen Paul Heyman cut, and then probably with a large percentage of wrestling fans salvaged it with one throwaway line at the end, which just reminded you of how good Paul Heyman is, because even the worst promo I've ever seen Paul Heyman cut somehow came away with a really memorable final line, a really memorable final takeaway. Um, But when you look at it big picture... It's the worst promo I've ever seen Paul Heyman involved with. It was horrendous. And while, yes, Aaron will point out that it likely happens in large part because they are still nervous about the potential for the audience to turn, so they don't want Cody to do too much, and this is what they feel like they needed to do in order to prevent that from happening, the problem was that it reminded you of just how little they're dealing with here, how unjustifiable this story is, how unworthy it is of being the WrestleMania main event, and that they've they've already run out of gas after, what, two promos? It took for them to realize they didn't have anything and they had to resort to, I'm going to F your wife? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it just, just, there's no, and, and you know what? I don't think there's going to be a feud there. This is all about, like, if you are behind Cody, and everyone, for the most part, as Brandon points out over and over again, is behind Cody, because the Cody story in itself well, It's the only story, compelling. right. That's it. There's it, only and, one and story. And it is compelling. But you're never getting a feud out of this, because inherently, the Cody story is not, not a feud story. It's a triumphant 
you know, it's just a triumphant achievement story. It's it's the Shawn Michaels boyhood dream thing all over again. Like there, that, sure. Like like yes, there was there was a his you know at that time the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart feud wasn't really what it became, right? Like correct. It was it it was all about Shawn Michaels. There was no real. I think Bret Hart wasn't even there. I think he was like well, it, jogging. But this in has happened Canada a lot. It, when 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 the yes movement occurred, it didn't really matter who Daniel Bryan was beating to win the belt. Nobody cared right. about that part. They it was only about one person. This has happened many times in professional wrestling history. Like I, Daniel Bryan also served a great purpose to coast for Kofi Mania. But the truth is, at that point, we really wouldn't have cared was, who Kofi beat anyone right. either. But it's also not on that level. It didn't involve someone who was champion for a billion days. <laughs> like, and that too. It yeah. didn't yeah. involve that, which is the the problematic part about it's one of the problematic parts, but it's the most problematic part. Um, and and so what do you do? Do you not try? Do you do we just acknowledge it? Does Roman Reigns just go away until WrestleMania, and you only have Cody remind everybody about you know I'm the underdog here. I'm the guy that's not supposed to be here. Do you just have Cody? you know, take on all comers for a few weeks despite the fact that he has his WrestleMania match coming up. I That was as alarming an announcement of we've got nothing as I could have ever imagined them putting together on a Monday night. And again, we know the answer is because they have nothing. To, to the point, Aaron, I think the week you weren't here, I did give credit for, you know, trying to make it a Paul Heyman-Dusty Rhodes feud Instead mm-hmm. of being a Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes feud, because at least there was something there, right? Like at least you could scratch the a- surface. An, emo- an emotional attachment there, yeah. But again, those aren't the people that are in the match at WrestleMania, right? Like it, it was better. It was by far and away better than this. I mean, this was embarrassing. This was atrocious. So where do you go? I, like at the moment. I think I, th- I think there's something there that, that we needed, to, other than the fact that it was bad, uh, of something else that was in there that was a little weird slash maybe concerning, is there there we should talk about the content of what was said because oh you think it's Vince McMahon? I mean, just say it out loud. Say you think that was Vince McMahon. It's fine. I don't. I don't. I'm hard pressed to believe that Paul Heyman. I wasn't really going to go there, but you just put the thought in my head. Well, where, did you, where were to, you going to go? Well, I was going to say, like, I thought the content, like, so, like, like, let's talk about what he was saying, right? He was telling Cody that he doesn't want to win a championship because it's hard and that Roman Reigns doesn't have to do any of this hard stuff because he has different rules. But when you're the champion, you'll have to do all this stuff, right? Is this some kind of weird way to lead into splitting these titles? Like, that was a really weird promo. And it was Heyman, so you know it was planned. Like, you know they thought out that shit. And, like, what was the point of them talking about how many days... You know, was it just to get to the wife thing? Like, was it literally just like, oh, you'll be gone all the time, and, like, you'll be a bad father, and you'll be a bad... You know, and they brought up the Dustin Rhodes thing, and like, like, they were trying to do something there. I'm just not a hundred percent sure what. Unless it was literally it. ten minutes to get to the, you know, whatever, five I, minutes to get to I, the wife I, line. I think it was that. I, I definitely <laughs> think it was. It was. He didn't want to go too, like, too hard at for for the however many minutes it was. 
because that would demand an immediate Cody response. And they just wanted to let Paul Heyman monologue. So they were like, what, what is a way we can have him monologue, get to the end point without being overly exciting and getting fans too riled up one way or the other? This is what we have. And God, it was terrible. And also, please don't put him on the screen anymore. Like, if you're going to do that, put him in the ring. If, 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 if there's a problem, like, I don't need Paul Heyman's head on the screen talking. Yeah, I don't know why they would have had him stay back. St- I guess I yeah, I guess you can sell that because he fears his safety or something like that. I don't know. I don't know why you would go about doing that. It just played well, worse. Cody Cody would have Cody would have had to hit him midway through the thing. I think that that right if he was going to go there. Yeah, sure. That yeah yeah, yeah. You, in order to defend the honor of your wife, you'd have to. Yeah, okay. I could I could hear that argument, but you could have put him on the ramp or something. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have well, to. Well, yeah. Be- I mean. I- after all, you had MJF cutting the promo on the ramp, and Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson was not allowed to leave the ring at all right. to go attack him. Right. That did happen. That's a thing. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I really am in a weird spot with this one because I, I really do, Brandon. I, I hear everything you're saying, and I thought about the Vince McMahon part of this. I thought about all of the various rumors that we've heard. Now, again, within like. Who put out a report about Vince McMahon and Creative that was shot down very quickly this week? One of the big reporters put out something. Meltzer, right? No, it wasn't. Meltzer was the one who shot it down. I think it was was it Houseman or was it Sap? It was one Some, of those. Somebody guys. put out a report about Vince McMahon being involved in Creative again, or that they had heard from talent that talent thinks Vince McMahon is involved. Oh no, in no. Creative. So Sap said there was a no. He was very so. Sap said a wrestler said this, but when he checked it out, it wasn't. It wasn't accurate. Okay. Well, as uh, anyone saying anything about it, of course, makes me start putting two and two together. And when yeah, I same. when I see this this godforsaken promo, you're like, oh, that feels like Vince McMahon. And then when you see all of the other terrible things that are happening leading into WrestleMania that nobody asked for, oh, that feels like Vince McMahon. Um, I, again, I have to take. Sean Sapp is where I don't know anything he doesn't know so I'm gonna if he says my reporting says that's not happening that's not happening but God and ha- he reported both sides of it yeah. he reported the initial and then right. the yeah but how much worse is all of this if it isn't Vince McMahon like that's the terrifying part of it how much worse is it if we're getting Brock Lesnar versus Omos at WrestleMania if it has nothing to do with Vince McMahon like, do, do you think do you think that's really happening uh, I mean, all the, it's not just what they're saying on screen. All of the reporting is suggesting oh, okay. that it's... Because I was, I was wondering if that I, was like a red herring of some well, kind. I, my, my one concern with it is I don't know what he does if he's not doing that at this point. Yeah, I mean... Like, un- unless you're doing the triple threat with Bray, Bobby, and Brock, which, uh, you know... I would like, like, be- I, I'd mu- like much better than this. Wait, but... By the way, I, that, and that's the thing, is like, I'd rather do that, but like, let's assume that's off the table... Like Brock isn't—I mean, you could put anyone with Brock hypothetically, but in that case, seeing Brock throw around Omos. Well, and that's—and that's what it feels like. That's why it feels like Vince McMahon. <laughs> it feels like Vince McMahon yeah. convinced himself that he could create a spectacle at WrestleMania by having Brock Lesnar suplex uh, the largest human that we've ever seen. And so, let's just do that now. It doesn't have to be Vince McMahon that came up with it. It could be somebody else that came up with it. It could be, again, there could be any explanation. It could be that on a personal level, Brock Lesnar really likes Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, there, there could be a million things that could lead to something like this. But 
it stinks. The the match on Saturday night was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Well, I actually liked it until that the end. <laughs> I oh, but mean, I, did you four minutes? Of, yeah, okay, fine. That's sure, right? Like, I mean, it's exactly what I wanted it to be until the ending. Yes, all of that was fine. And also, long... the post match stuff was fun. But like, well, was it fun on, to God. watch Brock Lesnar go after a referee? Like, yes, I can't disagree with that. It's it's the, the thing. Crowd liked it. That's what makes it so awful. <laughs> It's I don't know, very man. clearly the, the, something Brock that a Lesner heel is. Throwing around referees is fun. I, Brock Lesnar throwing around wrestlers to me is fun. Like, there's what am I supposed to be impressed with with Brock Lesnar throwing around a referee? Like, I mean, he's spun crazy. He's spun in a lot of ways. Well, that I there was a part of me that was like, oh my god, is somehow Brock Lesnar off of WrestleMania, and this is how they're gonna like write him off? With I don't know, man. It was it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and it's every element of it was weird. It's weird that you just can't let it. If you're doing that to get to Bobby Lashley again, I I guess. But in what world does Brock Lesnar deserve another match with Bobby Lashley? Like, well, here's here's the crazy part, right? Well, he pinned him the last time. That's fine, but then he clearly had. To, you're gonna reward someone for throwing a low well, blow because they're yeah, about to lose. There's multiple problems here. First of yeah. all. Let's let's state like in kayfabe it makes no sense outside of kayfabe. Why do you do that finish if they're not doing the match again? Like I'm so confused. Well, well there there's that. And by the way, on top of it, actually that might have been the in kayfabe a great move for Brock. Because why did he want to win that match if the winner just got Wyatt? <laughs> yeah. Aaron and I, I, I talked about that. I guess it, there's an argument. It's actually for kind it. of funny. Like but that's wait, not what I have you to fight. Who a face doesn't? He's a coward. <laughs> like that's what yes. Brock Lesnar is. Is a coward. What is the good part of that story? There's nothing. It is the weirdest. The all. I wouldn't the, use the, the, the. I wouldn't use the word coward. Why not? Because you do what you can to get out of a move. Like, like, like that's not being to a purposely coward. lose no, a match. He, he, that's he being resourceful. Lost the match. No, not if he loses the match. It's not. Not at all. He caused. But he can't get out of the hurt lock. Right. So he caused himself to lose the match in a more cowardly way than just accepting his fate. Yeah. And Maybe he was hoping the ref wouldn't see it. So he was hoping he could get a, he could, the Miz. Right. Like, there's no way to make that look anything other than cowardly. And then... No, but I, I don't agree with the word cowardly. Because he's not scared of Bobby Lashley. Well, then... He the, couldn't get out of the move. So he did what he could to get out of it. I don't agree that that's a cowardly tactic. I think that he would... Turn around do, do you and think, try to keep fighting him. Like he looked mad that he was disqualified, right? Because like he cheated. Dumb. Well, if it, if it was right, if it no, was no, no. I'm saying, but you, I don't thing. think you can was... use the word coward here. That's what if, cowards I, do. I, no, 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 no. no. I, I think that if it was if it was him flailing and he caught him like that, right. and that caused it. But this was intentionally. I'm losing this match. I'm going to lose this match. So right. I might as well lose this. That's match what a coward does. And that's a coward. Yeah, 100. percent it's Miz. It's and then he's mad at somebody because he lost. <laughs> That's what a coward does. That's what the last president of the United States did. Doesn't, Brandon? doesn't coward suggest he's scared? Yeah. No, you can use whatever you want to use. A coward can be any multiple things. A coward can also be someone who is unwilling to accept that they lost. If you want to call it a <laughs> the worst loser in the history of humanity, fine. Come up with another chicken s word I in order to describe it. Poor loser and coward. But are not it the goes same a thing. step beyond does, poor loser. What well, you know? What he's afraid of? He's afraid of being shown. He's afraid to pass out in that move. 
He yeah. might not be afraid of Bobby, but he was afraid of the situation. That, that is I do a think coward. The definition of coward is a person who lacks the courage to do or endure danger. Bam! Exactly! Thank you! So he should just pass out in the hurt lock. That's when, yes, when you're someone who enters into an honorable competition and you're going to lose the honorable competition, that's the way that it goes. Yes. 100%. Okay. Fine. Like, I don't know what else there is to say. It Like, he was in the UFC. Like, he... My God, if anyone that you can't present this with, it's Brock Lesnar. Jesus. It's unfathomable. The story that they told. I, and it's embarrassing that you did it, and then that the crowd reacted the way that they did to it. The crowd should hate it. <laughs> what is that? So we like Brock throwing around things. That's what it comes down to. Wrestling fans like seeing Brock throwing people around in ways nobody else can. And that's, by the way, why we're getting Omos. Because nobody else will be able to throw around Omos the way that Brock can. That part of it I agree with, but you didn't need to do any of these things. Like, what what was gained from what you did? Nothing. That Bad matches is what was gained. That's what makes all of this stink. It doesn't make Bobby Lashley what, look better. No, it was terrible. Like, yeah. all of it stinks. It what stinks I'm, to I'm high heavens. What I'm hoping is that we're not really getting this match, and there's something more compelling or whatever that we're not thinking about, and that... Next week, when he challenges him, like Brock just does that on Raw and says, "I don't, you know, just, just, just kills him." And then, and then is like, "Where's my real opponent or whatever?" I, I don't. This is not a WrestleMania. I mean, I don't think I'm. We need to argue this point. This is not a WrestleMania match. Like, other than what you said, but like, that's the yes. point. It can be a WrestleMania spectacle. It yeah. can be something that. And by the way, it might be a plan they've been working on for some time. I don't think it's easy to just throw Omos around. So I was it's just possible. about to say, does anyone concern that it's possible? <laughs> yes, I'm. Um, I, don't, I don't think they do it if there's. Yeah, any yeah, that's what I would say. I I think it's totally possible. They've been thinking about this for six months, and they have been specifically working on things to make sure that he'll be able to do it for six months because they want that to be something that happens at WrestleMania. Look, to be frank. I I want Bobby Le or I want Brock Lesnar away from the championship picture, so I guess this is good. Now, of course, the moment there's a second championship, you know, he'll be right back in the championship picture because that's the way things go. So in in context, it's better to keep him away. If my choices are Brock Lesnar and Omos versus all of a sudden Brock Lesnar once in a triple threat against Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, you keep him the hell away. <laughs> like keep him with Omos. <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna choose that. This could be far worse, but I don't know it. Everything about Brock Lesnar versus Omos smells like the type of thing that Vince McMahon thought about a year ago, and now that Vince McMahon's in control again, he says, by the way, you know what I really wanted to see? I wanted to see Brock Lesnar throw Omos. And like, and well, either that or it was a plan to the degree that they had to do it, right? Because like Brock stuff might be like, if that's what Brock wants to do, right? Like, Yeah, of course. And that was the plan, then that's the plan. And if they, you know, made some you know, action figure set or some other shit that we don't know about that they had to do in advance or whatever, revolving around that, knowing that Brock Lesnar wouldn't be near the title. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Like, that adds up to me, but I just wish it was something better. For what it's worth, when Dave Meltzer reported that it was Omos, he said it changed in the last week or two. Oh, wow. Okay. So, 
I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Why would it change to that? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Gotta... I, I, I don't know. I don't have the answers to this. I, I you get... have Brock Lesnar, you know right? You have Brock Lesnar. I'm just listen. I, I, aside from the, I get the spectacle. I get it. I really do. We all know Brock Lesnar can wrestle. Like, in in fact, if anything, in this face run, we've seen him do some things I don't think we've ever thought he was capable of. It's as far as the selling and the, you know, like. I mean, I, th- I think we all knew he was good, but like, th- there's been some signs of some different sides of him. You have so many people on the roster that could have an unbelievable match with this guy, even if it's five minutes long. And this is what we're getting. Well, okay, okay. So let's think through this though. At this point, what would you prefer to see? So this will go back to the thing that we talked about last week, um, when we thought that it was Brock versus Bray. That sounded big, right? Like, that sounded like a, a great WrestleMania matchup. But what was the first thing I said back after after you tweeted or texted us about it, Brandon? I said, yeah, I do like... Do we want this? I, well, no, yeah. was, I, I also pointed I, out, I, like... I, I was the one who texted, do we really want well, that? Well, yeah, you texted. I said, but I hate it for Bobby, right? Like, there's no reason why Bobby Lashley should be sac- sacrificed to, you know in order to get to the point that you wanted to get to with Brock, Bobby's the guy that's, although in fairness at this point, Brock's a full-time member of the roster. That's another weird bit that we're not talking about is that when he was champion, he couldn't be around. Suddenly when he's not champion, he's there all the time. Like go figure. I don't know how to explain that either. (laughs) He's there a lot. He's He's there there all the time, (laughs) all the time. The moment he wasn't, when he was holding everyone hostage with the belts, he couldn't show up when he's, Involved in a program with Omos, you can't get rid of him. <laughs> you know what's funny? We, we, uh, Glenn and I, I think maybe when we were going to a show or something, we were talking about this because, like, we realized we hadn't even been talking about Brock Lesnar on the show, yet he had been on the show every week. Yeah, he's, he's a part he, he's of the show. He's just a regular guy now. Right. I mean, that's, right. that's the way that it goes. Um, but I didn't like I didn't like sacrificing Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley is the guy that was having the moment. Bobby Lashley was the guy that was building towards something. Bobby, in in a world in which they had gotten this right and had a second belt for WrestleMania, Bobby Lashley would have been the perfect choice for Cody Rhodes to go over as a heel in order to win the belt. Now he didn't need to go heel; he could have stayed as a face and done other things. But once you turned him heel, that would have been a perfect choice for the Cody story because it doesn't matter who the opponent is, right? Like Bobby Lashley can do the work, can look strong, can have, give you everything you need for Cody to have his heroic moment. It that's, that's in a normal regular world where you did the right things and had a bloodline story at WrestleMania. Otherwise, all of this makes sense. Have Cody beat Bobby Lashley. So the disappointing part to me was the idea that you were just tossing aside Bobby Lashley in order to get to something else with Brock Lesnar. So in a weird way, again, I'm kind of encouraged. I like the idea that the point was Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley, if we're being frank, is the guy that has earned that over the course of the last year or two. But but like, okay, but if Bobby Lashley is getting a program with Bray, isn't that actually better than what Brock is doing? That's that's my point. I like oh, that. Oh, sorry. Like yeah, I, no, no, but 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 then but then well, first of all, Bobby should have gone over. If the, if the point yes, is, to, it doesn't know, fix it. it nothing. He did go over. No, he didn't. No, no. <laughs> he, he, he won the match. Here's, here's the other thing. Like while it's a more high profile match, do, do we think he's going over at WrestleMania? No, no, we don't. But that's okay. Like I'm okay with that. I I and I mean this. 
I want a big match for Bobby Lashley. He doesn't have to win every big match. I want a big yeah, and, match. And losing to Bray Wyatt is not. Right. I mean, Bray Wyatt. I guess it also depends on what kind of match it is. Well, it can't be. It can't be the thing from Royal Rumble. It it has to be a match, like an actual match. And there can be some. There can be some some hocus pocus, but it can't be that. I I agree. And I again, it, it goes back to the do I want it thing. I I'm worried. Well, I'm really worried. Okay, okay. I know what you're saying, and that, but that's a bigger Bray Wyatt problem. That at some point they're gonna have to figure out if Bray Wyatt's a wrestler on the roster or not. Like, that it's it's a lengthy conversation that has to be had. But like the idea that they they can keep doing these and making them interesting, we're past that. Like they can't. They mm-hmm. can't. Keep yeah, doing and that. apparently on house shows he's been wrestling street fights in the main event. So he's wrestling matches off of TV. Um, well, Bray, I, we I know that Bray Wyatt can wrestle matches. Like we know. No, but I mean, what you're saying, you decide whether he's a wrestler on the roster or not. Like I, they, I think that they have to bring that to TV at some point. At some correct. point, I he, think I think it's getting there. He yes. has to be part of the roster, and he has to have goals, and he has to like that. That has to occur at some point. Like they were living in the world where just having Bray Wyatt back and Bray Wyatt's fantasy land were really interesting. Now, to the point, how do they make Bray Wyatt? Like this is one of the things we're dealing with right now. I'm I'm already you've you've ruined Uncle. I'm not interested in Uncle Howdy already. Like it didn't take very long. I, there's nothing there. Like we're oh, actually coming coming out of Saturday, there was one thing I would have been into, and it would have explained why you did the non-finish there if you tagged Bobby and hell yeah Brock against Bray and Uncle Howdy. <laughs> I'm kind of in on that. <laughs> yeah, like we. I remember before when I brought that up about, about Survivor Series or whatever. Aaron was like. Yeah, but you can't, you know, nobody can go up against a team like that. Well, Magic can. That's interesting. <laughs> that I, That's that, interesting. That I would have been in on. Yeah, I'm not. And if you go that route, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Just, yeah. But in this current form, you know, it is what it is. It's just a guy. Like, there's just a guy that's hanging around Bray Wyatt. And you can keep well, how, saying. How, is, is this what, oh, God, I just thought of something. Is this why they're doing all the hurt business stuff so that they can have them do all the falling off of things with Uncle Howdy <laughs> spots during the match? Maybe. I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't know. I can't figure out anything they're doing with any of this. Oh, by the way, <laughs> this, this is I, by I, the way. By the way. Oh no, hold on. Let me, let me. This goes back to the original conversation. We don't know what's happening here. Yes. It doesn't make it more interesting or compelling. Well, this is a different. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron makes a I, point. Yeah, that's two. I, that's two tonight, Brandon. I'm actually still pretty interested, but I can understand why a lot of people aren't. Um, but I will say, I don't remember where we said it, or I was talking to one of you, either, either on the show or not, about how my biggest concern with the whole Bray at Wyatt stuff is that they're just letting him do whatever he wants, and that. It's so convoluted, like there is a point and there is a plan, but it's so convoluted that no one else will be able to follow it. He was on uh, After the Bell or one of those, like I listened to this interview and he basically said that. (laughs) Like he basically said like, there was some quote in there about like, I've been told that like no one else can understand it except for, you know, or like my ideas are so convoluted (laughs) that no one can, I'm like, no! Why yeah. are they? Right. <laughs> Why? Yeah, not so, so, so it's Westworld, basically. <laughs> right, and and that I that's what I was suspect because I remember I think at one point Aaron you said you were worried they didn't know where it was going and I said no, 
I'm worried they know where it's going, but he's the only one that's going to understand any of it. And and that interview pretty much solidified my feeling about that. Um, it, you know, I, I would, I, by the way, I would recommend listening to it because he doesn't do many interviews and it's really freaking interesting. But when they ask him about like, it's, it's not in kayfabe. Like it's like a pretty, uh, I wouldn't, you know how those things are. It's not, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. say it's all the way shoot, but it's as close as they'll get. And he talks about like the creating of the storyline and stuff like that. And it didn't give me confidence that we're going to understand it. I'll just tell you that. Cool. <laughs> cool. Wonderful. Exactly cool. what we want for Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Cool. And well. by the way, with someone who I guess we'll find out if they can handle that. Like LA Knight is a special talent, right? Like he the match is the match, but he didn't look bad in the story. You know what I mean? Bobby Lashley? I don't know. I don't know how he's going to I would give MVP good. more credit right now. Oh, right. right okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then that's why they're bringing him back with right, Bobby Lashley. Right. There's going to be a lot of talking, right? I would I would give him a bit more credit because he, he's, been, he's been really good. But I hear you. I hear you. Sure. I get it. All right, um, Aaron. What's your reality? I can do a little bit longer. You can do a little bit longer. I, do you want to get into AEW? Is there anything else WWE that we need to cover? Like, I feel like these are the big predominant storylines. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, what do we think we're doing with Mello and Trick? By the way, right now. Did I miss something? I I thought it was interesting that Mello came off more aggressively the heel backstage. Like, remember the thing with Tyler B? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, right. Mellow, whereas trick trick is fun, like kind of the fun, like yeah, he's dissing you, but like it's kind of fun. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? I'll pu- I'll push back on that a tiny bit. Where I felt like it was more of a puff up and less of a heel. Okay, I can hear like, that it felt argument. More of a like, uh, okay, let's do this kind of thing. I, than a... I thought that was what like I when I watched it, it was what I wanted to feel, but it just I don't know. It felt more like Tyler Bate didn't do anything wrong. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it was. And again, when we're talking about this, doesn't need to be him being a face. It just needs to him being being a tweener. I I felt like it supported that, but I hear you if you think it seemed a little. I don't know. It just kept, felt kind of a, unnecessarily aggressive in that moment. Like, why did you need to do that backstage thing at all? Just to set up the match. Aren't they wrestling next week? Yeah. All right. That's all that was. Yeah. I think that's all that all right. was. All right. I'll Probably, to that. I, but I, I do, I do wonder if I, it, it might. And I'm not saying like they're saying trick instead of of mellow, but I, I do think there, I, there's somebody back there that's like, trick might be more than we actually thought he was. I think there might be something to that. Too. But, but is that something that they really want to deal with now? I get. I think a lot. Of, remember, we were talking about this months ago. My thought was that mellow needed to beat trick. Mello didn't need to become, you know, super face number one, but that trick was making him more unlikable. And mm-hmm. so at some point in order, to, he had to shed that ahead of winning the belt. Like he had to shed trick or else he, yeah. he couldn't become that guy. Are we now at the place that you just turned both of them in the same moment that the trick is just along for the ride with Mello and at if Mello wins at Mania, you have the two of them celebrate together, and maybe that week, then you have Trick turn on Mello in order to be the, the number one contender or something like that? Or vice versa. Could you even have it where Mello is, he turns heel with the belt? Hmm. 
That's interesting. Joe is a more he is a more natural heel than face. We're on it. We're after a long face run. Right. And I do agree. You want him to be. You don't want him to necessarily win the title as a straight heel. Right. But after he wins the title, can he go right back to being a straight heel? That's interesting. Right. Like that's interesting. I. I don't know that I would want it immediately. I think I might want to let it breathe for a little while because I think it sort of takes away from the moment. If you uh, immediately you know, a, a one show a one show cycle, whatever. Yeah, like let him get through another like de- defend whatever. the belt, and yeah. then you have him turn on trick, and then yeah, okay, I could. Li- and then you have a heel run after that because yes, it's always better to have a heel champion. I like that. Yeah. I'm. A, I think I can be on board with that. I think I'm good with it. All right, let's get to AW from this week. Um, wait, wait, you weren't concerned that we might get the destruction of NXT this week? No, I wasn't terribly. Did, have you have you heard the or have you read the reports about what apparently that's going to end up being? No. Do you want? Do you want to? Sure. So the reports are that literally, Shawn Michaels is going to have Dragon Lee represent him. Wait, like, hold on. We were talking about two different things. I was just making a Jinder Mahal joke. Oh, yes, I oh, da- yeah. I thought you meant at the end when Grayson Waller took over no, the no, show. No, no, and- I actually think that's no. I, I know that he's not wrestling Shawn Michaels, but I, I like, I like that. I think that's a cool little. I, I think, I, I, think I think it's a smart way to use Grayson Waller. But is it a smart way to use Dragon Lee? No, that that part, that part I don't know about. I just I, yeah, I didn't like, know about like Dragon Lee. That's the part that. I'm like, why would Dragon Lee care about representing Shawn Michaels here? Yeah, Shawn Michaels just says, you think you're the whatever? This is the actual new... I mean, it's lame, but like... Yeah, I don't know. That's the that's is, probably is Dra- what it is. Is Dragon Lee that guy? I love Dragon Lee. Don't get me wrong. Love Dragon Lee. Is, is he that guy? I I, I mean, who is? Well, that, that's the thing. Is, is There isn't necessarily one, but it's... That's a weird look for Dragon Lee. It doesn't fit. It really, you know... I like again. I like the storyline. It just needs to be somebody different. Not that I know who that different guy would be. Well, I mean, look, I, it's it comes off like it's Triple H. Like that's what it comes off like. Oh my god, that would be in, awesome. In what in what they presented <laughs> on the way that that answer should be is, but we you know Triple H isn't wrestling anymore. He says so. Right. I I just I know that, but I'm just I, saying if that is somehow a, possible. Who's oh the Shawn god. Michaels guy on the roster right now? Like. Either main roster or NXT. Grayson Waller, right? <laughs> Isn't he a Shawn Michaels guy? I I don't even know who else is a Shawn Michaels guy. If I'm being yeah, completely like, honest like, you with know, you, two years ago it was Daniel Bryan would be the answer. Johnny to that. Gargano. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. You Triple can't. H guy. No, no, no. Yeah. He's just asking who are Shawn Michaels guys. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think yeah, Gargano like, was I'm one. Saying, like, I think Seth Rollins is one. Who are the other ones? Yeah, Seth, like Seth Rollins was the first one who that really popped into my head. Though again, like it's a weird thing. Is there a difference between a Triple H guy and a Shawn Michaels guy? It, like we, we have to ask all of these questions. And they're really so the well, like, like, like I would say Champa is a Triple H guy, and I would say yeah. Gargano is a Shawn Michaels guy. Okay, that's fair. Just because of like I'm adding to it, like sort of what they do, right? Like, and yeah, and, how they wrestle and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um... I mean, <laughs> it. De- By the I, way, I, a, a you, thousand I, percent I, I, should not be Shawn Michaels wrestling. Like, no, no, nobody thinks that's, that's the answer. But, yeah, 
But but by the way, the Gargano just kind of hanging out there. I disagree. I disagree. You can't do that to Gargano without having established him more on the main roster. Like but, that. But, well, the fair. only that's thing fair. I will say is who's the person who attacked him when he left NXT. Oh, that's true. I mean, there is that. Yeah, Look, and, and, and I think there. I think there's something that, there. Gonna, I actually, I actually you, think you there's say, something there. You say he has to be more established. Like right now, Johnny Gargano's not on WrestleMania. He's not involved with the weekend. Is right. it better so for it, him? Yeah, to be not I, there? I hear the argument. It just, man, you know what I mean. Like, I'd I, rather have him face Grayson Waller. I, I get than it. Be in the Battle Royal. I get it. Except that presumably, whoever this is is losing to Grayson Waller too. Maybe not. Not, I guess if it's Dragon Lee, yeah. I guess if it's I guess it's Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee, he's yeah. definitely not. Yeah, you're losing. right. He's not losing to Grayson Waller. That's a fair point. All right, all right, all right. You're you're selling me. Look I, again. In comparison, no. Like if it's this, if it's if Johnny Gargano is doing this or competing in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, yes, I hear you. It's much better better for it to be that. But again, the reporting says it's Dragon Lee. All right, let's let's get to AEW quickly so we can wrap things up for the week. Um, I, I don't have. A lot to say. I, I again. I. I don't. I wish I felt more about Daniel Bryan and MJF. I don't. <laughs> like I can't. I feel well, gross because this is so. Go ahead. Everything we were said, like not to the degree of level that it was with Heyman, but the idea of a lot of meandering, not that good, getting into like towards the end, a, a great turn was what I felt a lot about MGF because this was the exact blueprint for the punk promo. This was the exact blueprint on the William Regal promo. And I should never be sitting through an MG- MGF is too good for me to be sit me to be sitting there and going, Oh, we're doing this promo again. I, that concerned me a little bit. And again, he's so good that it was saved at the end. And when he started talking to the camera and talking to Daniel Bryan's kids, it was great because he's great, but I should never be sitting there and saying, this is the same promo from MJF. And that going again, going back to what we've been talking about for a while, that the same storylines, the same stuff with MJF. I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm concerned. I mean, they can't keep doing the thing where they're trying to like, he's either the devil or he's not right. Like, I don't think, nuance is what you need in mjf right now like maybe down the yeah. road right now not but no like i, I think you should have saved new, all that even, yeah, but it's not even nuance anymore because we saw him it's do, the same shit over and over right but yeah, i'm just yeah, saying we like saw him do this promo we knew what was coming <laughs> it was a little different like there was a little a little difference to it well, and but the fact like, that he acknowledged that he's getting divorced yes yes and i don't think that that's I mean, I guess you could spin that back around to like, because I'm a piece of shit. That's why I'm getting the. I right. don't know. I just, I just don't need the veiled sympathy shit with MJF. I'm done with that. Like, it's so overdone. It's not necessary for the character. And like, you're taking someone that people even still want to root for in a way. Some people, like, they're gonna boo because that's the thing. But a lot of people are gonna want him to win, right? Like, I don't think that Daniel Bryan is like this. I'm sorry, Dan Brian Danielson. His run has not been so good that like no, it's been the opposite the of that. The crowd is like overwhelmingly like crazy. Like even when he was like, "So I get the idea. You guys want me to win the belt, right?" And everybody's like, "Kind of." No, I <laughs> mean, the, look, this is it speaks to the bigger problem. Daniel Bryan was so irrelevant in AEW that this doesn't feel like a moment that's been building. 
This doesn't yeah. feel like a thing that we've been waiting for with Daniel Bryan. It Bryan, whatever you fine. I don't right. care. I don't care. I'm sorry. I just don't care. There's there's no feeling there. They he was nothing. He was irrelevant. We talked about it. He was. It was sad how irrelevant he had become in AEW. So now he's thrown into this mix. It's it's happening, and it just sort of feels like it's happening. And and they're already telegraphing Adam Cole. So you're like, you know, he's not winning because they're te- they're telling you who the guy is. They're telling you with all of this, you know, whatever pomp and circumstance and promos and build up to his first match. Like if it's not him, I don't know who is. Like that's the guy they're telling you. At least if I'm picking up what they're putting down, they're telling me that's your guy, right, for the future. And so if that's your guy. At some point, I I don't know if he's. I'm not saying he should be. I'm not saying he whatever. No, they're definitely telling. They're telling a story that has to culminate in him winning a title. Like you're you're 100% correct. Yes. And so like that. I mean, clearly, (laughs) clearly Daniel Bryan's not winning. Or sorry, whatever. But like, so like you're already like. Did you have to do that? Like, couldn't you wait till like two weeks to do that? Like, I just don't understand. And 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 everyone suffers. Like WWE just did this, right? Like we're we're doing this. We're always doing this thing where we always have to know who the next person is, and and, and who the next person is always tells you the result of the match. There might be an example here and there where they surprise one of these companies surprised us when in setting something like that up. But generally, yeah, I not. I I hear you. I sometimes think it's still worth it, right? Like if if you're creating a great moment and you have to sacrifice now again, it's worse in, in AEW because they only have four pay per views a year. There's only four pay per view championship matches, and we've talked about this. They've had a pay per view championship match problem for some time. But the question would become: Is it more important that they make you may make it believable that Daniel Bryan could beat MJF, or is it more important that they tell a story that we are all you know, red hot for an Adam Cole at some point, and we're desperate. And I, I, I don't know which of the an- you're right, but I just don't know which of the answers is correct. And it, it would be better if MJF was looking better for me. If this was like Daniel Bryan is being sacrificed, or Brian Danielson is being sacrificed here. That this match is being sacrificed because MJF is going to look like a true champion coming out of it. And and I'm not saying winning clean or anything, but I just mean looks bigger because of it. But well, he should because win clean. Of everything that, yeah, he should definitely win clean. I mean, well, clean in the MJF sense. I, you can I make the know. argument MJF should never ever win clean. Nah, I think there's the argument. I think there's the argument to be made there that MJF. I think if there was ever, if there was ever a time for the sake of again continuing to build MJF, knowing that. Like, yeah, like, but but my point is like, well, do the nature of the match. Sense. He can get a clean fall at the end. Like he could cheat. He could cheat, and Daniel Bryan can even up the odds because it's an Iron Man match, right? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, he can get a yeah, he I mean, can get a cheap fall or two, and then Br- Daniel yeah. Bryan, whatever, can even it up, okay. and then and then he could get but a for, real fall at the end. For me, because it is the first defense of of MJF, I'm okay with almost sacrificing the finish, but you had to make, do it in a way that made MJF look big throughout, and this feud just isn't doing that. Yeah, it's not. I, and again, I don't know. I, I, I'm not trying to be too down. It feels like I'm, I'm crapping on this. Isn't this isn't sacrificing? It, it's not. The match no, will be good. Bad. Yeah, like and we'll all we'll all come on and say the match. I mean, the finish aside, we'll all come on and because we have no idea, but we'll all come on and say the match was fantastic. I do have confidence. Yeah, and, and all I'm really yes. saying is I'm just not invested in it. It's not. 
Yeah, you it's know, stale is what it is. Yeah, it's 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 doing it. It's gonna happen. It'll be fine, but it just doesn't feel real. By the way, as as you were talking about Adam Cole being the guy, then what are they doing with Ricky Starks exactly? Like, there is a bit of awkwardness there because they are kind of trying to tell both stories at once, aren't they? Starks, I mean, couldn't Starks, Starks go to Samoa to a, Joe or something? You know, they, that's, they can, that's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, I think Starks. You don't need him to be right at the tippy top. He can be. You know, yeah. All right, as long as you keep him hot, and that's that's the problem that they have, right? And they've already had that problem with Ricky yep. Starks a couple of times. Like, yep. but well, hold on, wait, I, real quick, I want to address your point though, because he is going to fight Chris Jericho. I understand and that. It, it, no, no, but I mean, your point being, if he goes over Chris Jericho, right? That's a world title situation. That's, what that's you not think. a yes. That's Mo what you Joe would think. Situation. So that is a conundrum. I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking about it that way. But that is. That's a problem. But you could do the like. Maybe Adam Cole has a couple stops along the way. Like maybe Adam Cole is the November. Or or maybe they don't believe in Ricky Starks. At you know, like they believe him as Ricky. But but again, if you're gonna if if Adam Cole is gonna be a conqueror, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Ricky Starks would be double or nothing. He could be all out, and you have it full gear or wherever involved in there. This requires Ricky me. To, can by be the way, a- Aaron, you're asking me to remember which pay per view is in which month, and they have not done Sorry, enough they, to make. They, they, <laughs> that's that's fair. Basically, Ricky Starks can be a big world challenger, right? Not necessarily yes. a right. winner. That's, and Cole is the winner, and that's that's probably a bummer. But I, I maybe that's more of what they're thinking. What they're thinking is that Ricky Starks is. You know, a, a a more elevated person on the roster, just not necessarily a world champion. No, no, no. I think it's bigger. Which than right that. now is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, mean, I like, think for I think yeah. you have to add the words for now, because MJF yeah. was that right. So like you, even though we believed he was more and we right. thought he should be more, they elevated him before they put him on the. T- and there are some whatever missteps along the way, but you could say next year that he's. He could he could be vying for the championship in a real way, but I do think he's more likely. Like, I mean, do we all agree that MJF is probably going to hold this title for quite a while? Like, it feels like that for a while. Yeah, at least November half of the year. Yeah, November minimum. All all out. I would say if you could paint me a picture of of Labor Day weekend being the time when he loses. I keep I keep forgetting about Labor Day. Yeah. Like that would be the first time you could possibly lose would be Labor Day weekend. I and, would and, probably agree with that. And so, like, if you want to create a moment for Adam Cole where he's conquering someone, where he's conquering this, you know, tyrant or whatever, that is, I think, September, November, even January. And then you have these, you, but you have to do it. You have to build credible opponents. You have to build up Ricky's. I mean, in theory, Darby should be that, right? Like Darby. Well, Darby but, doesn't exist as a barely exists as a singles wrestler unless he's wrestling Joe. <laughs> right, and 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 uh, so there's the, there's him, there's Ricky Starks, like there's all these people that, to their credit, uh, to their small credit, they do seem to be getting around to develop Jungle Boy. They're getting around to developing. In theory, he beats Christian Cage, right? Or are they call him Christian Cage, or are they call him? I don't even remember. Um, I don't. Yeah. I think it's Christian Cage, though. <laughs> like yeah. I think yeah, it's it Cage. Is. Yeah. yeah, it's Cage. I mean, if you if you have a pay per view where you have Jungle Boy beating Christian, 
and Ricky Starks beating Chris Jericho, that is what AEW should be. Should be, right? yeah. I hear you. Well, yeah. I don't know. Is that better than just having them not have Chris and Chris Jericho in matches, I, you know? No, like, no, yeah. no, no. I do think those people serve a purpose. Like, I think yeah. having these guys they're, they're beat real belt. names... Yeah. The problem I get is it. it's not Sting. the belt I understand for seven that. months. Right. You know what I mean? I like, those two guys can wrestle. So so let me uh, just... Aaron, you weren't with Brandon and I last week when we got to the part with the acclaimed. Oh, God. So um, Brandon, Brandon talked me into a scenario that actually works with the acclaimed moving forward. And... I don't know, in a way, in some weird way, force feed. Like, it's becoming obvious to me that they want to let Jeff effing Jarrett win a tag belt. And so <laughs> they've created a way that they can do that without having the, like, without them beating the acclaimed here. Um, uh-huh. But Brandon sold me, and I know there's no chance that you listen to the show once you were gone. Brandon sold me, or we kind of both stumbled into the idea that you could create an acclaimed versus the elite program moving forward for the trios belts. And that's actually dope as hell and a way to keep the acclaim fresh without them just holding the tag belts for forever. Is the third member well, really going to That's the bummer. Like it that has, was the conversation. Right. Like, like, the bummer is you, you, don't, like, you don't want it to be Billy Gunn, but it would actually be a disservice to the story at this point if it wasn't Billy Gunn. And also, like, and that was the conversation where I realized Billy Gunn is 59, and I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah by the way, like... If, as if you're talking about a 59 year old, you want him to look like Billy Cotton. Yes, we sure. said we also oh, said we that. did say that. Yes, we we also said that. Yeah. I I I literally yeah. thought he was like 52 or something, you know, or yeah, no. whatever. Um, I thought I thought him and Kenny Omega were the same age. Yeah, that was. You can absolutely talk. You can you can. Uh, wow. Uh, you can. Yeah, that was that was a really dumb thing. Sorry. You can absolutely talk me into that. Real quick about Jeff Jarrett, like, a that's stupid, but. If you just looked at it X's and O's wise, that was one of the better Battle Royal last few minutes that we've seen in a while. And it's such a bummer that they did it with Jeff Jarrett of all people, because I actually thought it was really creative. A lot of the things they did. So that really bummed me out that it was for Jeff Jarrett at the end. But uh, and who's yeah, the no, other I, te- who's the other team going to be, by the way? Uh, who cares? <laughs> I mean, who cares? Well, I mean, like, you know, I, I just mean, like. I'm just so I just think it's so stupid that this isn't a two on two match. Right, I, I hear you, but if they didn't want to have I don't know, I hear you. I hear you. I'm trying to convince myself that the acclaim versus the elite is dope and is money and is all of those yeah. things. Well, and so I'm allowing myself wait, wait. I mean the the last team's probably FTR, right? Are, are I mean, they are they in the company? I, I think I think they have one last. They they I think it goes to the beginning of April, so it wouldn't shock me if there was, you know, one last thing up there. You make it feel a little bit bigger, and then you send them off, or you don't send them off. I don't know. Like half the time, I think they're working everybody. So. Yeah, I, and I I don't know I don't know enough of the details, but yes, it would make sense. That would make a lot of sense for them to be the surprise fourth team. Yeah, that would be good. Um, that would make a lot of sense. It, and they deserve to be there, at least. <laughs> All right. Anything else that we have to cover? Because I would like to wrap things up if we could, please. Yeah. All right. Uh, the the Tony Khan thing. Oh, Do you want to talk about the, that? What, the TV show? Uh, or the... The, the Tony Khan tweet about Ariel Hawani or whatever. Oh, no, I don't care about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just don't. You can't get me to care about it. I do think it was pathetic that <laughs> I've got a big announcement. 
Hi, I'm here. Now here's somebody else to make an announcement. <laughs> yeah, by the way, why didn't Cole make that announcement? That was the weirdest part it about was that. So not dumb. That he, I mean, not that he dropped the announcement because we knew we knew that it was going to be something dumb. Right. But to not even make the announcement. Well, it just comes off as being e- like an egotistical thing. I have to be. I have to be involved. I'm Tony Khan. I have to be in, like. All right, these people stink. I, I hate everything. Yeah. All right, uh, it gets plugged. Are, are you psyched for a reality show? No. Like, no. <laughs> Not, I'm like that it's replacing Power Slap. <laughs> oh, is Power Slap dead? Is it dead? I. Dana's claiming it's not dead and this was the plan all along to take a break after this but oh. it's going into the power slap time oh, slot oh please tell me that means it's going to be dead If you know what I will give it if they rid us of the with the embarrassment it's a different conversation for a different day I already ranted about it pointing <laughs> on my own show power slap is the it's Mm, there's so much there. There's so it, it much. It debuted there. at a really interesting time. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's also that it's not legit. Like, it, uh, uh, Chris Nowinski tweeted about Power Slap, and once you see Chris Nowinski's tweet about it, you'll never. You'll say, "Yep, he's a thousand percent right." There is no excuse for this to exist. It is not a sport. It is not a thing. It like I believe Chris Nowinski's tweet was something like, "What's next? Who want? Uh, who can survive a stabbing?" Like there is no justification <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the who can survive a stab for the ex- there is no justification for the existence of power slap and of course it would be something that Dana White would be involved with like of course another garbage human would be involved with something like that that makes all the sense in the world so if that means it's gone I will root for it I will still not watch it but I will root for it <laughs> plugs Aaron. Follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. If you're uh, coming out to Vegas at all, we actually have uh, impacts in town this weekend. Ooh. So uh, if you happen Ooh. to be in town listening to this podcast, watching impact, come by the circuits. Very great. cool. Very cool. Um, Brandon, I, I would like to do a plug. Can we do the, can we plug the thing that I would like to plug for you? Yes. I've got something I want to plug for Brandon. Brandon's not got cancer. Yay. Yay. Yay! For now, right. for, which is shitty that that's the way yeah. I have to look at it. It is really, it is really approaching Triple H, the Rock levels of a feud. <laughs> Randy Orton, John Cena. Randy Orton, John Cena, no doubt. Wait, is Ed, it, is Ed, this interesting Cena? or compelling with how long it's going? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yes, yeah. Bra- Brandon got Brandon got good news this week, so yes. uh, we like negative that. tests uh, on the May next check in. Every three months, I'll be checked. Be checked even more tests than before, but that's the way it goes. Uh, it's it's better that than having cancer. Correct. <laughs> I think we all agree <laughs> with that. Uh, excellent. Very happy for you, pal. That's wonderful news, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, also, <laughs> weird segue. Kill switch engage is going. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. I really. Although I gotta be honest, I really wish it was almost Queen. <laughs> like I just feel like it would have been better. <laughs> Kill Switch Engage coming to Ramshead Live April 10th uh, with uh, the band Currents, who is also very popular. Uh, tickets are on sale now; they are going pretty quickly, so grab them. Um, you'll definitely see me there, uh, and uh, all of our great shows are on sale. Ramsheadlive.com. 
Follow us at Rams Head Live on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter, There's where you can congratulate me for being yes. right about Cody no, Rhodes. Stop. Stop. We don't care about it. What's the week where I'm going to be at Rams Head, like for literally Wednesday and Friday? What week May is it? May 16th, we have the Gaslight Anthem, which yes. is well on its way to a sellout. Uh, tickets are available for that. And oh, so we that was my fault for telling you the wrong month. April 19th is LMA. Ah. That uh, show, I believe, is sold out, but uh, go check it out. Maybe there's a couple tickets left. I think it's almost sold out. Um, yeah, lots of great stuff. Uh, lots more to come. I promise I won't forget to tell you about one of your Aaron, favorite bands. Aaron missed that. God. What a piece of crap Brandon is. He booked Gaslight Anthem, and I had to find about it from Facebook. <laughs> like when he was meeting me at Ram's Head God, for a show. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. All right. Uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Of course, at AJ Francis 410. Oh, and hey, uh, Brandon and I will be at SmackDown next week. So um, we'll have to figure out when we can tape the show next week because yes. we will not be able to do it at 3 o'clock on Friday because Brandon no, and I. I'll be- maybe- yeah. Maybe a nighttime show. Maybe. Uh, let me look Ooh. at my, let me let me look at the old schedulerroo. Uh, possible, possible. Uh, not that night though. E- well, no. No, not that night. Thursday night. Yeah, th- we could do Thursday. If you'd be up for doing, I was gonna even say like a later show on Wednesday night. I could. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about either it. Either way, we'll have done. a con- we'll have yep. a conversation. We'll be at SmackDown. Yep. Uh, as, w- as will with- as will Ben Nash, the author of the greatest yes! joke in the history of the show. So uh, we got uh, we got a great week ahead of us. All right, uh, for Brandon, for Aaron. Oh wait, and- wait, wait! One other thing. What? Um, Hit oh, Row yes. is going to be at Wally Mania this year. I did see that. That's dead. Yes. And and, yes. and 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 by the way, they are at the Fonda in LA, which is a AEG venue. So, um, oh. yeah, I was pretty stoked to see don't, that. Don't pop do up. this. Don't do this. I had just convinced myself there was no way I can do this. Don't. You're, I see the wheels moving in your head, you SOB. Well, well, now that he has, he has a reason to celebrate now. So. Oh, don't do this to me! Don't try to make it seem like I'm a jerk that I'm broke because I took my kids to Disney World and now I'm an evil person if I don't go to uh, L.A. to celebrate Brandon not having cancer. I see what you're doing. I mean, you said it. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I, all right. Shut up. I gotta go for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. I had to spend a thousand dollars on lightsabers for my kids. I can't. What am I supposed to do? Celebrate Brandon not having cancer? You can celebrate that I'm right.